arrest was made of a very violent predator uh, who essentially terrorized uh, an entire neighborhood uh, and uh, essentially held folks captive uh, by his very violent predatory acts. But uh, through the work uh, that was done through uh, special victims, uh, Captain Bergman in particular leading that investigation along with uh, his investigators, they did an outstanding job of running down leads uh, from the very first moment that they saw a connection and a pattern developing. Uh, and I can't say enough about uh, the public and the community and how they assisted us in, in this investigation uh, in giving a plethora of tips uh, that undoubtedly helped us and, and the captain will uh, expound on that a little bit later. So again, they did a fabulous job running this down. We had to get this predator off the street and uh, they were successful in doing that. What's up everybody, I'm Flood the Drummer and you're listening to Drumming for Justice. It's February 26, 2019. Residents of South Philadelphia are likely sleeping better knowing that a violent sexual predator is off the streets. 37-year-old Safine Williams, who stands accused of raping nearly a dozen women, was arrested Monday afternoon at the South Philadelphia home he shares with his mother. Here's Captain Mark Bergman enumerating the specific charges against Williams. He's charged with three counts of rape, two counts of involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, two counts of sexual assault, three counts of simple assault, two counts of unlawful restraint, one count of false imprisonment, one count of burglary, one count of possession of instrument crime, three indecent assaults, one aggravated assault, one robbery, one aggravated indecent assault, and one theft RSP. Now here's the twist. Mr. Williams was a city employee assigned to the streets department where he performed low-skilled labor. On the 22nd of February, just days ago, Mr. Williams allegedly committed two rapes, one on the 1900 block of Bancroft Street. In every case, Mr. Williams carried with him a knife, which, as of this morning, police have not located. According to Captain Bergman, Mr. Williams would follow women on the street, some of whom were illegal immigrants, and when they arrived at their home or businesses, he would forcefully follow them inside. Today, Councilman Kenyatta Johnson, uh, along with members of the police department, including police chaplains, uh, chaplains, convened at Bancroft Street for a public safety walk. And it began with a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, Lord, right now, Father God. Just thank you, Father God. Just thank you, Father God, that the person wasn't killed, Father God. Thank you, Father God, as you move by your spirit to heal them, Lord God. Oh, Father God, this is our neighborhood. These are our people. These are our children. These are our sisters and brothers. Yes. We care about one another. Yes. We we care about one another. We want to show the love. We want to show them that we live here. We want to be safe here, that we're all in this together. Yes. No one goes down without the other. Yes. So we thank our congressmen. We thank our police officers, we thank our neighbors, we thank our friends who come together as one, Father God, that we can protect and watch over each other as we go forth, for you know all about it. So we ask that you move by your spirit, Father God, touch their hearts, touch their minds, let them come to be one, Father God, as we go forth in the mighty name of yes. Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Right before the public safety walk began, I was able to nab an exclusive interview with City Councilman Kenyatta Johnson, who represents the area where almost all of these rapes occurred. 
The councilman called Mr. Williams a creep. Here's that interview. Councilman Kenyatta Johnson, thanks for taking the time out. We're on the 1800 block of Bancroft Street. This is one of many locations that 37-year-old Safine Williams committed violent acts against women. He was caught yesterday. What's just your initial reaction to the news? I know that you put a statement out prior to the yes. arrest. Well, it's a relief that he's off the streets. Uh, our women, at least at this particular time, don't have to feel terrorized. And I thank the Philadelphia Police Department, most importantly the public, for providing um, the surveillance footage as mm -hmm. well as the tips mm -hmm. to get this creep off the streets. You just said something important, and a lot of times when we're talking about police, particularly in urban cities, it's always like a struggle to get uh, citizens to work with police or, to, as they say, snitch. But in this case, it seems like the tips were overwhelming. What do you think uh, accounts for the fact that there was such a, such cooperation? We all rallied together as a city and as a community to get this guy off the street. Mm -hmm. Men were calling me saying, my wife don't feel safe. Mm. And obviously women were reaching out saying, mm -hmm. we don't feel safe. And that's people from all different backgrounds coming together to get this guy off the street. And so um, I'm happy that everyone stepped up to the plate and made sure that the information came forward to get this creep off the street at the end of the day. Now people are talking about the fact that he was a city employee and, and he had a record. I know that you have been one who doesn't discriminate in terms of, you want to get people who have mm -hmm. done their time to, to, mm -hmm. to how, how do you, what do you, what's the message of people who say now we should not be giving felons a second chance? This you is an example of. You, but you have countless other examples of individuals who have records who are doing the right thing, mm -hmm. you know, and so obviously the city has to look at how they go about screening individuals, mm -hmm. right? But at the end of the day, we're happy that this gentleman's off the street. And at the end of the day, we want to make sure that as we move forward, you still don't discriminate when it mm -hmm. comes to individuals who deserve a second chance. So what are you out here today? What's, what's the, today what's we're, the doing a stand against, we're doing a stand against sexual violence and sexual assault against women. So we're going to be reaching out to the neighbors to let them know that they're not alone. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be providing resources from organizations such as Women Organized Against Rape, Women Against Abuse, and just making sure the neighbors feel a sense of healing okay. as it relates to this particular issue. Have you ever seen anything like this in your time serving this district where a city employee is, pre is preying on, on women in the neighborhood in which he lives? No, no, no. Actually, I haven't, but I don't live too far from here, and mm -hmm. so at the end of the day, you know, I'm glad he's off the street. Okay. Thank you so much for your time, Councilman. No, thank you. As the Councilman mentioned, in this case, there was great cooperation between citizens and police. According to Captain Bergman, a large amount of tips came pouring in and people began to post Mr. Williams' picture on social media. This is still an active investigation and it's expected that Mr. Williams will face more rape charges beyond the four attached to his name today. The accused has yet to be arraigned and as more information becomes available, I'll bring it to you right here on this channel. Until then, I'm Flood the Drummer and I'm drumming for justice. Thanks so much for listening.